Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski again. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm excited to have you with me on this Tuesday morning. Um, And as always, I am grateful for your company and for your support. So today, I have a a different guest than what you might be normally um, attuned to hearing from on this space. For those of you that know me and have been following me, you know that um, the health and fitness industry is my wheelhouse, but but I, I do have a lot of business experts on here where we really try to reframe the concept of self-care and business. And my guest today is Paul O'Coin. He is an engineer by trade and is a coach and consultant now. But the reason I wanted to have him on here is that he has a brand new book out, which is called Bulletproof Your Mindset, Think Like a Business Owner. And for those of you that may not be business owners, I think the, the, the main thing that I want you to listen for in our conversation is that there are always ways that we can bulletproof our mindset to help help us build the life that we want as much as the business that we want. So I'm I'm excited to dive into this um, with Paul today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Allison. Of course. So you're coming to me from the West Coast where you're enjoying the sunshine and and the warm weather, right? Right. Absolutely. Love that. So, So tell my audience, I know you and I were chatting a little bit before we hit record, Tell my audience a little bit about you and your background. I know you're an engineer by trade and you're doing other things now. Just a little bit about you so my audience kind of has a feel for who you are. Well, uh, I'm I'm an engineer and mm-hmm. I uh, when it came time for me to decide what I was going to do in my career, my counselor said I should be an engineer because I was good at math. And um, I ended up... Uh, being in two years of engineering, and then I was like, oh my goodness, this is way too much math, and it's not very, uh, couldn't really uh, uh, see how this was going to work uh, uh-huh. in my life. And my friend said, you know, there is something uh, that is involved with engineering and sales. And so I was really happy to hear that. And he also said, oh, and you can make more money if you're in the sales engineering side of things. So I thought, okay, well, that's it. That's the direction I'm going. So I have this engineering still mindset, but uh-huh. uh, very much involved with sales. And I very much wanted to run my own business one day and always had that uh, from a early on in my career. Yeah. And um, well, yeah, and so I think sales, I think being good at sales, I think those skills can help you no matter what you end up doing in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And learning a little little bit about psychology uh, was something that I, I really glommed onto. My first uh, company that uh, when they hired me straight out of school, had me do a personality test. And uh, they uh, that was very enlightening. And also they shared everybody's uh, style that was in the class. And you, so you really, I, I started to get a feel for how a driver type uh, style was uh-huh. very different than an analytical type of style and uh-huh. and how that can be really important when you're talking to somebody and judging their reactions yeah uh, t- 
to not be offended, for instance, by somebody who is a driver style, who's mm-hmm. like, you know, facts and get things done versus somebody who needs to sit back and analyze and they're much more quiet. Mm-hmm. And so realizing that those that there's those differences and to, you know, if, if, if you just have that basis in your head, you, you can use those to help you get along with more people. Yeah. Well, and I think no matter what you really do for a living, or even if you're, for those of you listening, if you're even not a business owner, having that that intellect, if you will, when it comes to communication just serves you well in anything. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So then you decided to go and start your own business and you wrote right. this book. So talk, let's, right. first of all, the title of the book, if I understand it correctly, Bulletproof Your Mindset, Think Like a Business Owner. So why yes. Bulletproof Your Mindset? Like, talk to me a little bit about that. Well, one of the things that uh, I came to realize was that um to have the most success as a business owner or, or 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 as a salesperson was to keep my my mindset as free from clutter and conflict uh-huh. yeah. as much as i could so having when i was able to think clearly i could make much better decisions when i was uh you know believing that my boss uh, wasn't helping me enough to get to where i needed in my career and having that conflict it didn't allow me to get the best out of our relationship until I got past that and found a solution to that. So those those types of things can get in the way of your thinking. And more recently, they have done a study where they've proven through brain scans, uh, doing, they're doing amazing thing with brain uh, scans now. Totally. It's a hot area right now. It's a hot area. Is it? So when you, we, we've all noticed when somebody goes into this, where they're really upset, you walk yeah. into somebody's office and they're like, oh, I better not, you know, better not uh, ask for a raise now or uh, ask them something uncomfortable. I better come back. So what you're noticing is happening there. Somebody gets upset enough that they, they experience uh, what's, have been termed as an, an amygdala hijack. An amygdala mm-hmm. hijack was coined by Dr. Daniel Goldman in his book, uh, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ. And so why this is important for us, for, for us to have some idea is that this is actually a physical thing that's happening. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so it's like, and, and we all experience it. I experience it. We all have these. And depending on the degree to which you get hijacked, you aren't able to think clearly. It's really good as a business owner, entrepreneur, when you're in those situations, those high stakes situations where somebody said something, done something to get you either offended or agitated. And you're like, oh, wow, I want to strike back because I think they meant this. Uh-huh. Um, that's where, you know, you, you, if you feel you're, you're going in that direction, you, you need to, you need to bring yourself back and take more control of that, that situation. Yes. So that's a so that's a real thing that that happens that we all know intuitively it happens but it's it's even better to know that it physically is happening and you can um cut it off at the past to uh, before it gets worse. Well, and it's like I love how you said this is a physical reaction because what I'm hearing and what you're saying is that this is a this is a physiological way if you will that our mm-hmm. brain reacts to stress, which number Absolutely. one, keeps us from thinking of a possible solution, much less a solution that might like help us in the moment, right? 
And, you know, on the other hand, it, it keeps us from, you know, thinking creatively and, uh, you know, really in the, the, the grand scheme of things is it really keeps us from being productive. I mean, it's physiologically impossible when we're in this state of mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, so I, I, I learned that one important thing and, 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 and the other important thing that, um, that, that, that I learned is that when we get upset, when we're, when we're experiencing frustration or, or anger or upset is Uh that we're almost always blaming somebody or something. Yeah. Sometimes it's ourselves. So that is also a really important thing to recognize. So when you're experiencing this amygdala hijack is that, that if you can either notice it either by the way your physiology uh, is is feeling like your heart rate starts going up or whatever else it might be that um that or that you're blaming somebody you're saying oh yeah there's nothing i can do about it so this is the opposite of taking responsibility yeah. so when we blame we complain and basically what we're doing is we're giving the control of the situation to somebody else yes so, so now you're like, you know, oh, I can't, I, I, I can't get to a workout because I don't have enough time. You know, I'm, I'm, I have too much time. Uh, I have too many things that I have to do. So, so now you're blaming, and now you're, now you're being a bit of a victim. Yeah, yeah. And and when I did this to myself because I was experiencing some of these things, my boss wasn't giving me the clients I wanted. I had a friend at work who was harassing me about some stuff mm-hmm. and I was blaming them and I was feeling bad. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, they're I'm actually giving control to this yeah. person. So this person that was giving ha- hassling me at work and and I actually was doing it in fun, but I took it the wrong way. Yeah. And so he was in control of the situation and was actually making me upset. And when I realized that I was the victim in that situation, I was like, Oh no, wow. I have got to turn this around. I, yeah. I to- and you were like, so really what I'm hearing you say is that you were choosing to not, maybe not sub, maybe at a subconscious level, but you were, you were choosing to give your power away then by blaming. Right. right. And people do it all the time. Right. And the reason we do it, the reason that we blame is because we want to get off the hook. Yeah. We we want to get off the hook, like oh, you know what? I'm 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 not going to get any good clients because my boss won't give me any of the good ones. You know, he's a greedy guy. Let's just say, you say it in your own head. You know, um, that's why it's happening. Well, that's the easy way out. Totally. Then you're then you're done, right? Yeah. But if you say, oh, I'm blaming, I'm complaining, I need to take responsibility here. Yeah. How do I do it? So that's well, it's the- always easy to blame somebody else. Because then you yeah. don't have to take responsibility to your point. You know, it's just exactly. what some people call it the blame game. Some people call it shift responsibility. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. So, so the, this is what you call bulletproof your mindset then, because you talk yes. about tips and techniques or your strategy of how to deal with this. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So when I, I once I realized that was, was happening, mm-hmm. Um, so that turned into the acronym ABC. So anger, blame, take control for C. And so I was like, okay, take control. Well, taking control wasn't always easy. Um, and what I recognized is that in some of the tough situations, especially when they're happening in the moment and you need to react properly Uh or as, 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 as best as you can, that 
that if you think that the intent of the other person is good, so intent, first thing, first thing you need, you need to think is good intent. So for instance, somebody cuts you off in a car. We've all had this experience. Yeah. You're driving down the road, they cut you off. You have a choice. So if you feel yourself getting upset and angry, and instead of allowing this to ruin your day, you go into an amygdala hijack for two hours and you show uh-huh. up at work and you bite people's heads off, you <laughs> say, okay, try to think about how this person had good intent. Imagine, and, and it doesn't even matter if it's even close to the truth, as long as it breaks you out of that thing. Is So you they're on their way to the hospital or, you know, it's their first day of work. And, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't get there on time, they're going to be fired. Yeah. So whatever whatever it took to believe that the other person has good intent, maybe they're not communicating it properly. Right. Or, or they don't have the time or it's not the place or, you know, you're, you're never going to meet them again. If you if you always imagine that they had good intent, what I found was that at least ninety percent of the situations, it it went away. It was like, oh, it's good, you know. Every I I or I find I found a way to deal with my my friend who's bugging me at work. So yeah. So you know, how do so I just deal with that? Reframing. You're just reframing, reframing the situation, right? Reframe it, and that and I found that was because I it was good to know the strategy, but you need to have a what's my first technique. And so the, the 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 acronym is ABC one, and the one is instead of ABC I for intent, it's ABC one. That's uh, just a little bit easier for my small brain to remember. Ah, uh, I like and, it. Uh, so um, yeah, okay. That was ABC intent. So yeah. So like for example, um, I'm just I'm just trying to put myself in the in somebody's position that may want to like quote unquote argue for their limitations, which is typically what human beings do. You know, for people to say, oh, well, that all sounds good in theory, and I know all that, but mm-hmm. yet it sometimes still doesn't stop people from doing it. Right. And okay. and what I would say is um try to that if that if you if you think about it and you and you come to the conclusion that maybe you think you're you're being a victim, mm-hmm. that if that if that because that 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 was the thing that did it for me. I was like, yeah. I'm Okay, I'm kind of acting like a victim here. I'm giving control to somebody else. There's, there definitely are a lot of people that spend a big part of their lives blaming. Like mm-hmm. for sure, they they won't like this. But but the business owner, ultimately, the small business owner, when they're right. you know, when they have to make that tough decision, they know that the buck stops with them. Yeah, they know that. They have to make that decision and take full responsibility. They can't blame. They can't blame their employee. Yeah. They can't blame the competition. They can't blame not having enough time or yeah. being smart enough or w- whatever it is. They have to take responsibility. So that's that. That's what I noticed is that the small business owners that had that, most of the time, they're taking responsibility. Yes, I would agree with that. I think that's really a superpower that I think a lot of people fail to realize that they always have available to them at their fingertips. It's just a choice. It's just an issue of whether or not they're willing to see it because everything that we do daily, ultimately we're, we're responsible for how we react to it. I mean, we can't always control the circumstances, but we're always in control of what we want it to mean and you know, what our action steps are going to be. You got it. Right. That's it. You got well, it. I, I mean, I, I hear a lot about this <laughs> in my line of work every day when I'm working with people in, in health and fitness. It's like people are really quick to point out what their excuses are because they seem like facts to them. 
you know, and, and to your point, I feel like, um, you know, there's always another way that you can look at something, but generally speaking, when people say, for example, I don't have time or the boss isn't giving me the best clients, you know, to use your example, or, you know, this system is too hard for me to learn or whatever, what they're saying is really is, is that it's not important enough to them. Right. Yep. Exactly. So with this whole ABC one, your approach, if you will, like how, how, how do you, how could you apply that when somebody says, when basically that's really what the issue is, is that it's just not a priority. How do you respond to that? Yeah. So I, I had an experience of somebody saying, Paul, Hey, uh, how come you don't know more about cars, like the car mechanics and stuff? You know, you're, mm-hmm. a, you're, you're an engineer, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that you don't know stuff about cars. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I kind of feel bad about that. You know, that I don't know more about cars. I should uh-huh. know more about cars. My brother knew more about cars. I got brother-in-laws. They know lots about cars. How come I don't uh-huh. know about cars? And so I'm feeling bad about it. And I'm like, oh, I kind of feel dumb and, you know, uncomfortable about that situation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, um, I think I need to make a decision that says, you know what? I don't need to know. I'm 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 deciding that at, I decided not to learn about cars. Instead, I decided to learn about personal development in, instead. And I, I think people that love cars and know all about cars, I, I think that's wonderful. That, that wasn't a choice that I made. I, I I decided not to learn that, and I've decided that that's okay. Yeah. So making it okay, and then permanently, as permanently as you can, push that aside and say, I've dealt with that one. That one's done. That yeah. One's, that one's um. But if it it's if it continues to linger, so if you know if it comes up again, somebody's saying, "Oh, Paul, you know, you need to more, know more about cars." Well, then, if it's still bothering you, then you need to decide. Okay, you know what I'll do? I, I'm going to learn a little bit about cars. Maybe I'll spend two hours learning about cars, and maybe then I'll feel good yeah. enough. Yeah. So ultimately, really, what you're saying is is that we get to decide what significance we assign to that. Right. Yeah. So if I just want yeah. to learn like the basics, like how to change a tire, how to, I mean, to use your car example, how to change a tire, how to check yeah. my oil, how to change the battery, you know, whatever basic stuff, then exactly. we get to decide what kind of significance we want to attach to that. And we just have to learn to be yeah. okay with that. Pick yeah. your, pick your battles essentially. Right. Right. And yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, you know, uh, one, one of the, things that's that's interesting is is that if you are if you do if you are offended by something that somebody says to you like for instance in, in, in that case there's probably some truth to it uh-huh you know right. it, it, it it's difficult right. for us to I'm be so aff- glad you said that because it's true <laughs> it's it's difficult for us to be offended if if somebody says something to me and it's like well that's not true and I'm like I'm that's not even close to true there's no way. So I'm not I, like, I can't bother me. You obviously don't know who I am to have yeah. said that because, right. because uh, anybody that knows me knows that's not true. So that yeah. kind of thing wouldn't bother you. But if there was a little shred of truth in it and it got to you, got under your skin, yes. then you might go, hmm, I wonder why that got under my skin. That really did get under my skin. Well, I think when, when, when we say something and we get a reaction from somebody or when, you know, somebody says something that irks us. I think the first place to your point that we have to look is in the mirror and say, yeah. it wouldn't bother us. Number one, if there wasn't some degree of truth to it. Right. Yes. Right. And, you know, but we ultimately what frustrates us in somebody is we're seeing something of ourselves. Something is being reflected back to us. that's already in us. And the sooner we kind of accept that and move on, the better off we're going to be. 
So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. I I had an interesting thing happen. I was uh, I was taking a golf lesson. Mm-hmm. from a lady she's a she's a pro here and mm-hmm. uh so she asked me to she said oh, you know okay paul get, get yourself set up and she asked me to push my left leg forward in in in, in such a way and right. so she asked me to do that and a couple of other things so i'm i'm, I'm doing that and so she's so okay paul and uh, paul you're not doing what, what 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 i said there and i'm like okay all right, all right. and then okay i'm set now no you're still not he says and i said <laughs> she said okay here's what i want you to do so she moved my left leg physically over this is what i want you to do now what would you say you're doing right now like what words would you use and i I said well i think i'm stacking my hip over my left leg oh Mm -hmm. okay good let's use that okay so i want you to stack your left leg over your hip or your hip over your left leg right that's that's what she did i was like oh my god that is such good communication yeah like she was trying to she was trying to speak your language right yeah and, yeah. and, and she took, she took responsibility for the miscommunication. Yeah. She's the pro she's the, she's the one that's supposed to be able to communicate this best. Yeah. So uh, let me show you how I can do that. I, I'm going to get you to use your words and now we're where we need to be. Yeah. Uh, and I, ultimately I, I was, likes, and to, to, to continue to use your example, um, is that, you know, she's the expert. So you know, she's in a position that she can reframe. It doesn't make her any less of a professional by just simply reframing her message, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how many missed opportunities have there been because we don't say, okay, wait a minute, maybe I can do this a different way. Yeah. We get frustrated when somebody else doesn't understand what we're saying or how we're communicating or, you know, and, and that if you always, as soon as you sense that frustration, you're like, okay, this person really, you know, they probably, it seems like they really want to learn. So I need to try to be better, yeah. you know, yeah. or you say something to somebody and that they, they, they don't understand it. And, you know, then and you get upset because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you were speaking too quickly. Maybe it's their second language. Yeah. Maybe they right. were in another room. Maybe they're wearing a hearing aid uh, that's not tuned up. All of these, all of these different things. If, you, if all you imagine is always good intent on the other side, mm-hmm. it's difficult to get upset. Yes. I'm so glad that you said that because I think that's advice that I think we can all take on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So from a perspective real quick, before we, before we move on, just from a business building perspective, I would just be curious, like just basic tips in here from, 
you know, to people out there listening who are starting a business, maybe they already have an established business and they're pivoting. Um, I know there's a lot of people that have innovated in their businesses since the pandemic, right? And so yeah. I'm just wondering with what this train of thought where we're going, how do you apply that to building and growing a business? Well, um, I would say that uh, certainly goal setting, like that that sounds a little bit um, simplistic, mm-hmm. but, you know, certainly setting up some things and saying, okay, here's uh, here's what here's what we're going to do. But I think the big thing is because we don't have enough time to do all of the things that we should be doing. Yes. It's mm-hmm. setting, setting aside the things you aren't going to do. So active procrastination, like mm-hmm. do it on purpose. Say, you know what? I'm not going to do this for six months or three months. As soon as you set something aside for any period of time, it allows you to focus on that really important thing. And that that whenever you get frustrated, that if you think, okay, I'm, hey, I'm frustrated, this is good. Because when you're frustrated, that's when the magic happens. Yeah. That's when you bust through the magic. That's that's when you get past the plateau. You break through the ceiling when you, you know, you, you keep bumping against this thing that you 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 get frustrated with. And you will find a way if you believe that there is a way. If you don't believe there's a way, mm-hmm. then you will have much more trouble. And it may just take, you know, well, how 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 am I going to bust through? I can't I can't come up with my own solution. Well, who could have a solution? Oh, I know a business owner that I, I, I could talk to, or or a friend who's maybe done something simple. Why, why don't I take them out for lunch? You know, we, we hear this we hear this often, right? Take yeah. out take out those people, those most successful people for lunch. Those people love to go for lunch and 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 share their advice. Yeah. It's 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 there or talk to Allison. Allison's gonna give you some fantastic a- 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 advice. Yeah. There's people are are so happy to pull people along that are struggling with with something that's got them stuck. Yeah. People and, I I I believe every single day that people people want to help other people. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think if you you go about an issue that you're struggling with in your business or a challenge or whatever, you know, there are people that will help you that to your point that will just that will just talk to you. You know, I yeah. think I think people get I think people kind of have their own story about asking for help, too. Yeah. And, you know, one of those best places to ask for help, um, you know, when I think about uh, what you're doing with your retreats uh, for, uh-huh. for, for for people getting together that have similar mindset to do with fitness. Mm-hmm. And w- when you bring together people, whether it's in, in that scenario or whether you're at a uh, at an industry event or a national industry event where you're among other people that aren't your competitors and people that only have, you know, people that are, are at those industry events, generally speaking, are ambitious and want to get ahead yep. and move ahead. Yeah, they're go-getters. Certainly people that, that, that would attend your your uh, your retreats are, are also those types of people. They're 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 looking for different ways of of, uh, of learning new ideas and getting ahead and meeting those kinds of people that want to do that too. And so those are great places to just ask around and you know talk to people and uh, every those those people are willing to share. Those are yeah, great and you want to put yourself in the room too and give yourself yeah. the opportunity, right? So that yeah. you can take advantage of the opportunity when it presents itself. But that also, yeah. to your point, requires being in a, a good energetic headspace, which is really what we've been talking about. Yes, yes. yeah, that's I love it in a in a in a in a way where. 
where the uh, the uh, was it the uh, teacher will appear when the student is ready. Yes, and, uh, uh-huh. that's yeah. that that kind of thing. Yeah, if you put yourself in a good mindset, that uh, it it's much more likely it's going to happen. Yes, absolutely. So I know there are people out there listening to this that you know I just that are real that really I think appreciate the simplicity of this. I don't think anything that we're talking about here is like you know brand new. But I think the way you've outlined it makes it really incredibly simple to just kind of rinse and repeat. What do you say to the person out there who just wants to get started today? Can you give them, can you give me one or two actionable tips to help get somebody moving today, other than going and getting your book, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, just getting started is... Uh, once you get started, the motivation, it kind of follows. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Clear wrote that book, uh, Atomic Habits. And one, one of the things he talks about, which I thought was so good, I, I thought I knew everything there was about habits. Uh-huh. And, and and he says, so so you want to do, so you want to do whatever it is, 20 push-ups or something like that? Uh-huh. Right. Start with, start with just getting on the ground. Yeah. Like make that your first goal. Make yeah. your goal to do one push up yeah. from your knees. Yeah. And oh, while you're down there, I mean, if if you're not tired out or sore after doing one from your knees, maybe do two. And and when you're once you're down there and you start doing things, then you're okay, I could do that. And you set up you just the tiniest little wins that to move us forward, depending on where you're at, the tiniest little wins get your your attitude, your your mindset in mm-hmm. a in a better place where you're like, I can do this. You know, yeah. there's those those little things um are uh believe that you're in control. That is what we all wanna believe. We want to yes. believe that we're in control of our lives. Well, and, and we also I love how you point out that this is just like you want to focus on the smallest things first. Because I think, you know, the world we live in today, everything is big and bold and everything is in neon lights and, and we want to be better than the next person. And there's this, just this, this, this sense that we have to do it all right now, but we forget that the most successful people started with something very small and they were just ridiculously consistent, continuing to practice it. Right. And one um, one thing that kind of feeds on, on that that uh, mm-hmm. is a um, I developed a habit again. I read this somewhere, and it was to spend fifteen minutes a day working on something that that was you know outside of your regular day to day business. So uh-huh. for me, I, I I wanted to learn about some software program, and it was you know so I bought this software book that was six hundred fifty pages long. I did not want to read this. I opened it up. I was like, oh my goodness, am, am, am I really going to do this? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, 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 um, so I, I said, okay, 15 minutes a day, I'm, I'm going to open this up and I'm going to do each exercise that, 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 that's on these pages. And so I did. And day one, I think I got to page three. And then day two, I went back the same time every day for 15 minutes and I made sure I started and stopped on time. Uh-huh. Uh, because it's, it's really easy to keep going and then oh, yeah. it becomes too much. So you stop uh-huh. it at the same time. Next day, same thing, 15 minutes, start and stop. And it's just like reading a book. 
I mean, yeah. I, I, I was reading a book, but I was doing exercises, but it, you can do it for anything. Yeah. It's like reading a book because you think it's going to take you five minutes to get ready, five minutes to remember what you did and five minutes, you're only going to get five minutes of actual learning, but it doesn't work that way. The same way yeah. you're reading a book, you remember exactly where you were exactly right away, boom. And you're back into a full 15 minutes of learning this incredibly boring thing that is really important for you to learn. Yeah. Or at least boring to you at, <clears throat> at that time. Yeah. And so that's a, that is, and, and whatever small amount of time you feel that you can do, like 15 minutes, we all have it, right? At, at mm -hmm. some point in your day, you can pull that 15 minutes. And yeah. It's like it, out, it just, and it teaches you that, you know, you can do something different and you can learn it. Yeah. You can. Yeah. No, I love, I love the 15 minutes a day. That's like, Something that mm -hmm. I think we just can't say enough. So, um, so mm -hmm. I think that's a, a great actionable, actionable piece of advice for somebody. So, tell us where we can find your book and where people can connect with you. So, I am uh, on uh, my website. I'm I'm on LinkedIn. So, my last name is a little bit of a challenge. Uh, if you're French, it's O'Coin uh, at the corner. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, if you're English, it's O'Coin. And it's spelled A-U-C-O-I-N. So my uh -huh. website is paulacoin.com. And uh -huh. all my information is there. Um, and uh, I've got uh, some webinars that I do or uh -huh. um, and also a monthly business consulting that I do for my clients. Yeah. And you also, and you can people can find it. your book on your website too. Is that and right? And the book is there. The book is on my website yet. Yeah, you can buy okay, it there. Fabulous. So if people or, want to get a copy, they could do that on your website. Yeah. And it's got all the links to both the audiobook as well as the the book. And it's on Amazon, Audible, Scribd, uh, and so on. Or, fabulous. Or wherever. Okay. Terrific. Thanks so much for making time to join me today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I've really enjoyed our conversation, Allison. Yeah, absolutely. And so folks out there listening, if you want to get your hands on Paul's book, you can find the links to his website um, and his LinkedIn, um, his LinkedIn profile also in the show notes. So you can just click on that directly. You can go, you can read all about him. Um, and if you're interested in getting a copy of his book and the title was Bulletproof Your Mindset, Think Like a Business Owner, you can find that on his site. If you know somebody in your network or your community that, that you think would benefit from our conversation, please feel free to share a link to this episode um, with them as a free gift from me. And if you have specific questions or you, you know, something in this episode really landed with you um, in a certain way, I would love to hear about it. Please feel free to come to my website at www.theallisonk.com and send me a note. Um, I reply to all of my emails. Nobody on my team does that. So please feel free to reach out to me because I would love to know what that is. And also, I would love to learn more about you. Um, you can also find me on any of my social media channels, and you can find all of those um, on my website, www.theallisonk.com. And thank you for all of your support um, of me, of my message, of the show. Um, we are going on four years old coming up this summer. It's hard to believe, but we're heard all over the world and we reach more people every week. And that's exactly why I do this show is so that we can continue. I can continue to show up and share the absolute best with you. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.